Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Mentally Kane. I am Moses Kane. Listen, okay, I want to thank y'all again. We slowly, slowly, but surely climbing up the ladder, up the mountain. Thank y'all. You know, for all of y'all that watch these videos, I told y'all before in previous videos, if you've seen it, I don't expect to ever become an actual real YouTuber or nobody big. Okay, I just saw a need on these social media platforms to have a real conversation about things that are going on, not only in the black community, but in all communities, period. Now, again, yes, I am black community focused, but I am not black community ignorant. Okay, I understand that there are things going on to black people by other black people. So bear with me. We're going to walk together. We're going to crawl together. So maybe one day we may run. Let's get into it. Do you know how much of these youths are in gangs and they don't want to be there, but they won't come on the camera and speak and say, I don't want to be in a gang. Because look who done it the other day, Quando Rondo. He come out the other day and he denounced it. And what did they say? These hard heads. What did they say, bro? You have to come to the hood and get a beat down to, 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 to get out of the gang. What the? Do you get what I'm saying? But still, if a man shoots up a man and gets 28 years, that's my... Don't worry, he ain't got to denounce it now. He's just got to die in jail. But we're with him. Man ain't even seeing the sacks, bro. What that brother there is speaking to is recently a rapper by the name of Quando Rondo denounced being a part of the Rolling 60s Crip Gang. Okay, because he just didn't want to be a part of it anymore. I don't know the ins and outs of all these young boy or young rappers uh, beefs and stuff like that. But what I do know is that he joined the gang and for whatever reason now he does not want to be a part of it but instead of supporting his decision to to grow beyond his horizons the gang says well now you got to come back to get put out or you got to come back to 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 uh, you know you was put on the gang now you got to be put out you got to beat in you got to get beat out right it's the most ignorant dumb shit in the world man this is another form of slavery that black people inflict on other black people See, L.A. culture, I'm not from L.A. I'm from the Bay Area originally, California originally. But this shit, this gangbanging culture, this, this new modern version of it ain't nothing but another avenue of slavery. Because when you get put on to a gang, this color, okay, you got to abide by the laws of that gang. And the crazy thing is the laws of that gang ain't nothing fruitful for nobody. The whole point of those gangs, Blood, Crip, all of them, everyone that exists in America, the original standard, the original meaning of these gangs were community resistance against police brutality, against tyranny, against things like that, against things that were, were harmful to human beings. But now, these people, gangbangers, have been tricked out of their own fucking crowns. And they continue to maintain their ignorance. It don't make no sense to me, man. If the kid grows up, he don't want to be a part of the gang, let him leave. Because you denying him the a, a way to leave or saying he got to get beat up to not be a part of it, that don't make sense. That don't make no sense. How are you any different how are you any different from them slave masters to when the slaves wanted to be free and they say, well, shit, no, we gonna whoop your ass and beat you down and shit like that. Y'all ain't no different than the damn slave masters. You got grown 40, 50 year old men that's scared to put in work, that won't put in work on their own enemies, but will send a young naive kid, 
a child, a baby, to go put in work on their enemies all because they too bitch made to do it. But these are your OGs. These are your big homies that y'all put in charge are sending out children to go do acts of violence against other minority people because let's let's keep it a hundred let's keep it a hundred right 9.9 .9 times out of 10 y'all not sending these kids to go do crimes against white people in them suburban neighborhoods which yes though that would be wrong too but y'all not doing that you sending them to gun down and brutalize your own people what because one dude across the tracks, down the block, around the corner, fucked your girl. Or one dude down the tracks, round the block, said something you didn't like or looked at you some way that you didn't like and now you want to kill him or now you want to send this child to go ruin his life all so you can feel better at night. All so you can feel like I got my one up on him. I, I got him. But you didn't. What you did was sacrifice a baby, a child, for your own pride and ego. These gangs have become just as evil as them corrupt racist cops. And you could you could say what you want. I don't care who you is and where you from in my comments. I don't care. I don't care if you blood, crip, GD, vice lord, BD, or whatever the gangs in New York that y'all got. I don't care who you are. All your gangs were supposed to be community resistance militias. You were supposed to be defending the people against evil people. But because of uh, uh, drugs and, and guns and alcoholism and, and all that different type of shit, y'all have gotten your own fucking gang in the mud, lost with no cause, cannibalistically killing each other. For what? What is the end to this shit? Where does it end at? That's what I want to know. Because everybody that I see talks about this shit kind of just like, oh man, I don't know. It is what it is. This is the gang culture. This is what it is. I can't do nothing about it. If, if a million motherfuckers say they can't do nothing about it, then yes, you can't. But the problem is none of you motherfuckers got any balls to actually go against it. And what's the fear? Oh, if I go against it, if I'm a stand up dude, if I go against these laws, these, these hood politics, then what they going to kill you. They going to kick because I guarantee you, if you do, you will have a lot more support than you think. So you thinking you just going to be out there on your own. You're not, it's a whole bunch of brothers. It's brothers right now in a gang that would love to get out. That would love to go against them hood politics, them street politics. But they can't because they think they by themselves too. Do you know who them gang and hood politics affect the most? Who they who they keep in a box the most? Black and brown people. Do you understand? With your hood politics and your street politics and all that real nigga this and real nigga that, what you have done is just placed yourself in a cardboard box and now you are going to be struggling to get out of it your whole life. Because if you want to get out of it, then your homies will be like, oh man, you can't do this. You can't do that. Or who you think you is. You ain't this. You ain't that. Oh, but if you want to lead a gang, oh no, you got to come back to the hood and catch a DP. You got to do this. You got to get jumped out. You got to do. What the fuck, man? Why aren't gang members, why aren't gangsters and thugs allowed to grow beyond the ignorance of their childhood? 
Do you understand? This is a large part why the black community, why the brown community, why they never go anywhere past poverty, why they never go anywhere past them neighborhoods. It's because they homies. It's because they uncles, they cousins, they granddaddies, they daddies. All them was involved in the bullshit. So who, who the fuck am I not to be involved in the bullshit? Who the fuck am I to believe I can do anything above this bullshit? I'm gonna tell you exactly who you are. You were born with all the cards in the world against you. But you have a choice to make. If you choose to wear that crown on top of your head, not only will you be protected by God, but I'm telling you, it's not you by yourself in this thought. What happens when y'all form a new gang? A new gang of real righteousness, a new gang of really protecting communities, a new gang that protects people from that same tyranny that Quando Rondo is going up against by just trying to leave a gang. Do you understand that that is a tyrannical force? That's tyrannical oppression. When you say, no, you can't leave, you gotta come back here so we can fuck you up. What are we talking about? He wants to grow and go on with his life and you want to beat him up. This is how I know all of y'all are fucking cannibalistic parasites. Cause it don't make sense. It don't make no sense. I seen recently a man by the name of China Mac was having a conversation with AD and T-Rail on, on No Jumper with their, I believe it's a podcast called At the End of the Day. And they were speaking about this same thing. And people on that podcast were saying, well shit, you got put on, you gotta get put out. There's certain politics you gotta abide by. China Mac, I can see it in his face that he wanna say something. He know it don't make no goddamn sense, but he's trying to be respectful and respect the politics of where he at. Because all the time, it ain't where you from, it's where you at. And when you in the middle of them woods with them wolves, you might not wanna, you know what I mean? But here's the thing, he ain't alone in that thought. China Mac knew right then, that shit don't make no motherfucking sense. That man trying to do better in his life. Let him go live his life. You're halting a child from growing all because y'all don't like the way he did something. When you start growing, you know what I mean? You gotta isolate yourself and separate yourself from everybody over here so you can focus on what you gotta do to get up here. That's deep, that's deep. You know why that's deep? It's because again, what we just talked about, when you are trying to better your life and you want to do great things, maybe you got a mother at home, a single mother at home that's struggling and you tired of seeing your mama struggle. You tired of seeing your parents struggle, your granny struggle. You tired of seeing people around you struggle and you know, and you got the heart, you got everything in you to go be something. The hardest thing, one of the hardest things that you're gonna have to do is you're going to have to separate yourself from the people that you think are your day ones and people that you think are your friends. I'm telling you right now, you will save yourself so much time if you just let them go. Yes, they probably gonna be mad at you. Yes, they probably gonna call you all type of bitch ass niggas. They probably gonna spread rumors around the hood upon you. You know what, fuck it. Go relocate somewhere else, go to a different state, Start your life all over again and build to where you feel you need to be. Because these, these politics that we living up under, that is called black on black oppression. 
when you are not living to your standard, but you live into the standards of the hood and street politics. You live into the standards set by somebody that don't ever plan on being nothing other than what they daddy was, what they granddaddy was, what they mama was, and all that other extra type of shit. You are going to have to branch out and branch off if you want to be something. That is the cold hard truth. All you niggas, all you brothers in Chicago, all you brothers in New York and the Bronx and Brooklyn and all that, Harlem and all that, all you brothers in Baton Rouge, Louisiana and New Orleans, all you brothers in every hood in America, LA, all of y'all. If you wanna be something, you're going to have to leave the hood or else you're going to die. It's just that simple. If you love your children, you love your mama, you love your grandmama, you love everybody, okay. You're going to have to branch out and grow, learn, lose, then learn again, then grow, then win, then lose again, then learn, then grow, then win. You're going to have to learn. You're going to have to leave. You understand that part of the process of growing, part of the process of getting to success is losing. You're going to have to lose these so-called friends that ain't doing nothing but sitting around in the hood smoking and drinking all goddamn day and fucking on every goddamn hoe in within a fucking one, two mile radius. Cause you know what that, what, what happens? The girl you fucking, she fucking somebody else. Maybe even be your op. Then by the time when that motherfucker find out, guess what? Now you beefing with him for no reason. Oh, and don't make that girl mad. Cause you make her mad. Now she done dropped your location off to your ops. Now you got real trouble. You understand, you are going to have to put down the short game and start playing the long game if you want to be successful in life. Fuck am I talking to this nigga boy? You know what my grandfather told me? You don't get as far as the motherfuckers you talk to for no reason. You'll be successful as the motherfuckers that you talk to for no reason. What I mean is, if you spend your day talking to a nigga that ain't got nothing going on, what the fuck kind of information could he offer you? Can he help you learn something? Can he teach you something in the conversation? Leave me the fuck alone, man. Yeah, don't get no more realer than that, but don't worry, I ain't done yet. Watch this. Be stupid, stay stupid, stay broke. You know what I'm saying? That's my motto. You understand what I'm saying? For me, I'm going to take it in. I'm going to absorb everything that's going on and get what I can get. Ain't no school for this shit, stupid. Ain't no school for this shit. You got to be smart enough to pick up the information as you go. Now the crazy shit is niggas that look like you doing something wrong. Why do wrong? This is what I'm saying, people. You cannot hang out with these no good ass niggas that more than likely your mama, your grandmama, your daddy, everybody done told you about them since the beginning, since you met them, but you hanging around them because maybe they offering you something that you are not getting in the household, but you not realizing the long game of that is a never ending cycle of death, prison, of heartbreak, seeing the, your, your best day one snitch on you, rat on you, seeing your best day one fuck your girl after you get locked up. You understand? This is a game of deceit that you are playing and it don't, ain't no winners. This is a casino and the house wins every time. You playing in a, in a, in a, in a game that has already been fixed since the, before the day you was born. But yet everybody playing this game think they fucking Scarface, think they can beat the algorithm think they could beat the prophecy. It ain't been beat yet. And let me, let me enlighten you. You won't be the one to beat it. You won't. As many times as you gonna sit up here and say, 
oh, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to stop here. Or I'm going to do this and I'm not going to do this. You're you going to place whatever little things, barriers in place to make sure that you get out alive. Not in prison. Not snitching. And you know what life going to do? It's going to throw you a motherfucking curveball that you ain't going to never see in your life. That's what it does. You ain't even trained yet. You know how I know you ain't trained? Because you still arguing with the people that's trying to train you on it. As you grow, you lose certain homies. It's called closing the gap. This is the gap when we start. This is the gap as you grow. Notice how you grow and they don't. So how do you close the gap? You got to come back down. When you come back down, you lose. So you got to keep going up. That's why closing that gap got to be them catching up to you. And if they don't catch up, you got to leave them behind. Do I need to say anymore? Did you understand the messaging? Did you understand? I'm giving it to you young niggas, man. You need to understand what's going on. I'm, whatever your mom and daddy ain't giving you, I'm giving it to you. Understand. Because this shit gonna save your life. It'll save your life if you let it. If you want your life to be saved, stay out of these streets. You got a nigga sitting right next to you right now that you think will kill and die for you. Guess what? When it come time, yeah, he gonna shoot, but he gonna rat. Or he ain't gonna shoot, but he gonna rat. Shoot. Then when you go away for it, he gonna fuck your girl. These are the cycles that go on. Ain't nobody exempt from it. You could be the toughest nigga in the world. Tough as you wanna be. You could have you could have knocked out everybody you ever had a fight with. You could have been shooting everybody that you ever gotten a shootout with. You you done made everybody bitch up. You done and at the end of the motherfucking day, when that bell ring, when God call you, you going. When them fans come, you going. That's it. A child should not be burdened by the relationship problems of an adult. It is not a child's responsibility to uplift you as a mother. It is not a child's responsibility to be your strength as a mother. It is not a child's responsibility to fill the void in you that you could not fill yourself as a woman. And it is unfair to put your children in the predicament that they feel like they have to be all those things for you because your partner wasn't. And truthfully, as women, I feel like we have to take accountability for the fact that we ultimately chose to have these partners that were not fulfilling us in the way that we needed them to. And we chose to have children with these partners. They did not choose to deal with these problems, though. They did not choose to have to be your best friend, your confidant, your strength, your backbone. They didn't choose that. And it is unfair to them for them to unconsciously miss out on relationships that could be meaningful with their fathers because they are so focused on protecting their mother's feelings. Couldn't have said it any better my goddamn self. You understand? A lot of you single mothers, okay? And I'm not talking about the real ones, the real single mothers that don't mind having a, a, a baby daddy that's, that's actually wants to be around, a single mother that won't restrict the father from being around, won't uh, 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 try to use the child against the father. You, all the good baby mothers, I'm not talking about you. I am talking about the bitter baby mamas that will that that hate their baby daddy so much, whether it's because he cheated or whether it's because he don't want to be with her no more. Whatever the reason is, don't matter because that child is involved. And once that child is involved, 
all of your goddamn whatever, whatever you got going on in your goddamn brain, all that little anger shit that you got for him and all that, that child need a daddy. So when he call, when the daddy call saying, hey, I want to take such and such here, I want to do this, then the third, and you like, no, da, 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 that's trifling, man. See, the, the popular agenda, or the popular thing is to say, oh, niggas is deadbeats, men is deadbeats, and all these deadbeats out here and shit like that. But we ain't talking about these toxic ass mothers that's keeping children away from their fathers unless that they can benefit from it. Why is that not a topic? Do you understand that there are men that feel helpless, me included in my situation? There are men that feel helpless because you take it to court and the court is already in favor of the mother because she done put on a good little acting face and she know how to act in court. You can't talk to the mother because she hates your guts. You can't talk to your daughter because, or, or your son or daughter because they too young to even know the difference. So when you answer a question for them, you're not knowing that the mother is making them ask questions in hopes of being able to increase child support and shit like that. What happens when a father has to distance himself away from his child and, and defend himself away from his child because his child don't know that his mother, her mother, is trying to set the father up for her benefit, for the mother's benefit. What does a man do? There are no systems in place to defend men. This is an issue. There are no systems in place that for fathers that wanna be fathers, that would love to be fathers, would love an equal and fair chance to be a father. But the mother decided she don't want you around unless you gonna pay, unless you gonna let her extort you. What does a man do in that situation? What does a man do when the baby mother is, is, is disrespectful and toxic and she gets violent and things like that and threatens you and things like that? A man cannot respond the same way that he would respond to another man to his baby mama. So I'm gonna ask again, what does he do when it's violent? When he can't stand her to the point where he don't wanna be around her, she don't wanna be around him, not because he don't wanna be a father, but because he done tried to be a father and she won't let him unless she benefits from it. So what, does he go shoot his baby mama? Does he treat her like the ops? What? Because all you motherfucking experts in the comments and shit like that got a lot to say. I want to know what does a man do when he cannot co-parent, when he cannot have a fair relationship with his kid, when he cannot have a conversation with his child's mother without her threatening and cussing him out, calling him out his name, all type of bitches and shit like that. What should he go and treat her the same way he would treat niggas the same, the same shit? No, right? Because a man should never put his hands on a woman. A man should never violate a woman physically, right? I agree. But where is the system in place to stop that happening to him? Where is the system in place to stop that mother, that terrible fucking mother, that toxic ass mother from manipulating a child against the father? If you let these kids come in and disrupt your flow, guess what? It's going to be your fault. Your fault. And it's, it's like we act like we owe loyalty to people that won't even honor us. Act like our best wasn't good enough. Half of us was teenage mothers. If you survived growing up with me, then I did more than my job. Mm -hmm. exactly. And I'm going to tell y'all something. It was the hardest thing, but it was the best thing because I sleep good at night. I pray. 
I rest and I sleep good at night now. Now, y'all better do an evaluation of whoever's in your house that don't deserve to be there. Being, being a grown kid and still being taken care of by your, uh, by your parents, that's a privilege. It is not our responsibility. The fact that you didn't end up in a jar. If I didn't give you nothing else but life, I don't owe you nothing else. That's a whole load of bullshit. See, this is what I'm talking about. Do you, under, do you hear what she just said? The fact that this child didn't end up in a jar. This child should be grateful because this child didn't end up in a jar. So this child shouldn't, shouldn't want more affection, shouldn't want more time from you, shouldn't want nothing because the fact that this child didn't end up in a jar should be good enough. Oh, if you survived with me and I was a teenage mother, I ain't know nothing, you should be grateful. That's all. I don't owe you nothing else. You survived with me. Do you understand the bullshit that be coming out of y'all mouth as a mother? Talking about you don't owe. What are you talking about? The one thing that you owe a child, I don't care how bad they are. I don't care about none of that shit because y'all have lost that excuse. When you sit up here and make an agenda to say all men are this, we don't need men. Men are useless. Okay. Well, then why is it that y'all can't raise good black children by yourself? Why is it that you got mothers like that that will justify and enable her way into sleeping good at night by saying, oh, well, shit, you, I was a teenage mother. I ain't know no better, so I did the best I could. The fact that you didn't end up in a jar, you should be grateful. Are y'all kidding me? And this is why racism, white supremacy, all that comes second to shit like that because before a kid or a black person experiences racism before a, a kid experiences any type of white privilege or, or 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 any type of corrupt cops or anything like that that child gotta walk out the door first so his or her first interaction is with the parents and this motherfucker saying oh well a grown kid living with their parents not doing that, that's a privilege a grown kid do you again i'm gonna say this a 39th time if your child is bad if your child is a 40 year old couch potato if your child anything anything bad that you might deem dishonorable that is a direct reflection of your parenting you have to look at all the things that you're not doing because i can guarantee you we can we can compile a list of the shit that y'all don't do, right? For single mothers growing up, you say shit like, oh, well, I did the best I could, so that's it. And when they come talking to you about the things that they feel could be better, like they might say, oh, well, mama, why you don't give me no more? Why you don't hug me? Why you don't do this? Why we don't spend more time together? Your response is usually, I gotta work. I gotta do this. I got. They're telling you to find time. It is up to you to find the time. And yes, you are obligated to find the time. You can't shout, we don't need men, and then turn around and justify your way into this toxic ass relationship between you and your child. Because you know what happens when you do? Seeing as how y'all don't need men, 
but yet all your fucking kids, all your sons and your sons are dying in the fucking streets because they didn't get the love that they needed from you because they didn't get the time and guidance that they needed from you. Your daughter's a hose in the streets, got their legs all up in the air. By the time she done turned 16, 17, she got kids already, but y'all don't need men. fuck is going on man do you not see the cause and effect this is the effect of those type of toxic mothers saying this shit i want you to realize something before y'all jump in the car all those single mothers before you jump in the comments i want you to realize that before i've ever said anything about toxic mothers bad mothers single mothers i always say if your child's father wants to be around and you're not letting him be around that's an issue. If you have a real deadbeat, I'm sorry. I'm not speaking on the ones that got a real deadbeat. I'm speaking on the ones that have forced their man, their their child's father out of the house, forced their child's father away, pushed him away, pushed him out the house, pushed him away from the child, all because you was mad because he drank up all the Kool-Aid, all because you just got tired of him, all because maybe you found a better man. Maybe you found somebody you was more attracted to, but you got a baby with this man. So now y'all got to have some type of relationship, co-parent relationship. But no, you decided to be greedy. You decided, no, I don't, I don't want to. And this is the effect of that. This is why we're here. Let's stop with the bitter baby mama bullshit and the drama. It's time for us ladies to grow up and let these men co-parent. I understand you and your feelings. I understand some of the relationships didn't end properly. Some of you didn't get closure the way that you felt like you needed to get or what have you. But when a lot of time has passed, it's time for some of you to figure out how to heal and to move on. And the only way that you can properly really be able to heal is to forgive. I didn't nobody said you had to forget and let that shit go. Too many of y'all are causing too many problems. It's always some drama. It's always some bullshit when it comes time for these men who actually want to be a part of their children's lives. You make it entirely too motherfucking hard for them. Every time we look up, you're mad. You're cussing out. You want to cuss somebody out. You ready to text them and text, text them to death with all the bullshit and the drama. Don't nobody want to hear that bullshit. All because you and your feelings and you mad because a man done moved on with his family. He done created a better life for himself. And... Because you have not been able to find your, find yourself a good mate. You either can't get or keep a man because your attitude too bad and it's fucked up. Or you just got some motherfucking issues that you ain't quite worked out within yourself. And it's okay. But what is not okay is when you're using the child as a pawn. You don't want to take it from a man. There's a good old black queen right there that just exposed it for you. You don't want to take it from a man. I know what y'all going to do. You... You're going to tell men to stay out of the business, stay out of women's business. Da, 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 da. Well, it's my business as a father that is going through this type of shit. It's my business. This shit here is it's un, it's unthinkable to imagine that a person that you once loved and trusted and was friends with will not even allow you to have a healthy relationship with your child without restriction without controlling it, without benefiting from it in some form or fashion. And for some reason, 
y'all have made it about oh well only men men are dead beats men you have to talk about both sides yes there are men that are dead beats they're also bitch ass baby mamas bitter baby mamas toxic mothers whatever you want to call them that exists too if you trigger you trigger i don't really give a fuck but um y'all be having babies and i don't be i'll be so real i'm about to upset a lot of you you lot keep having children for no reason stop opening your legs to keep man you understand stop opening your legs to keep man and yes i'm angry because this is a topic that gets me so irate you know we'll be popping out babies to keep man and then the boy looks just like his daddy and you're beating the child because he looks like his daddy because the daddy don't want to be with you you lot will be treating your daughters like shit just because he loves the daughter and doesn't love you you're jealous of your own kids and you will treat that child like crap because man don't want you stop opening your legs because just because you can pop out a baby it don't mean you're a mother stop it stop using your kids as a pawn and a chess piece in your little game of chess with this man stop it because kids are innocent and they don't need to be involved in your rubbish bitter baby mums is a real thing it's real what more do you need you need any more proof? Do you need any more proof? Y'all don't seem to understand. I ain't gonna keep talking about it, so I'm gonna let some queens talk about it. Some real live black queens talk about it. Cause y'all ain't gonna take it from me. Y'all ain't gonna do nothing but let it go in one ear and out the other. So I'm gonna let these queens, these real motherfucking black women talk. See, we ain't gonna talk about what it really is. See, what it really is is these good women, the good women, the good black women, the good single mothers, the good co-parents, nine times out of 10, they non-violent, they non-confrontational because they peaceful people. Just like good people are. Good people are peaceful people. But when you are faced with bullies, bullies that are controlling the narrative in a bad way, bullies that are controlling society in a bad way, like bitter baby mamas, feminists, and all that different type of shit is, Every now and then, you're going to have to take charge. And this is my message to all real black women, black mothers, single mothers, and you're not a bitter baby mama. Y'all have got to stand up and start really speaking out against that shit. Because this can't become the narrative or can't become the popular thing within black culture to just shout out, oh, deadbeat baby daddy. And now he's his life is ruined socially because everybody think he a deadbeat and he ain't. She lying. She lying to everybody. She lying to the court. She lying to the child. She lying to all her friends. She lying to the family. She lying to everybody. And he just got to sit there and take it because ain't no defense for a man in this scenario. Wait, 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 wait. How mm -hmm. is how is understanding how the other species operates and how what they value what they want how is understanding them a pick me when we always because say well wait 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 when we always say that they need to understand women they need to understand women it's like how are you supposed to be in a relationship with someone you when you get in a relationship with friends you try to understand your friends who and you want them to understand you so you can grow that relationship so you can be the best friend they have in that relationship how are you going to be one-sided and say oh we don't need to understand men we don't need to know this about men they need to understand us and how we operate and that's a pick me if we try to understand how they operate to be able to have a good relationship to not be single at 40 with 12 kids to not die alone with a dog how is that a pick me well fucking said because yes. you think that they're understanding or they're like are they not human 
And what you just saw there was a verbal lashing, a tongue lashing, if you will, somebody getting checked by this beautiful sister. Um, I don't know her name, but there's this uh, other girl by the name of Pearl, I believe her name is, has a podcast where she is. she does a whole lot of good God's work defending men against some bitter-ass, toxic women. And, and I think what was just exposed there was the one-sided nature or one-sided narrative and agenda to silence men or to keep men, or not keep, but to put men in a position where we have to keep producing and producing and producing uh, um, meaning we have to go out and pursue a woman we have to court her we have to take her on dates and pay for the dates we have to do everything pay for the bills and keep her interested give her good dick and all that type of stuff but what does a man get in return for all of that you know some might say oh well she raises your children but yeah but today that's not the case anymore today women are saying we us our presence is the gift to you and they don't need to do nothing else and in conjunction with that they are also saying men are useless men we could do without men and things like that it's evidently not true from what we have seen in this video, from what I have shown you, the cause and effect, the, the effect of women saying that is children suffering, is women dying alone or being alone at 40, 50, 60 years old with cats and dogs and all that type of stuff, but they only realize it at that point. Now don't get me wrong, yeah, you're gonna have 10 out of 10 million that are gonna be smart enough like the uh, young queen in this video to question the feminist movement and their bitter ways and bitter agenda that they have. But for the most part, a lot of these women, uh, they're expecting for men to just give, 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 give without any possibility of being held accountable for not themselves giving over to a man not relinquishing any responsibility or power over to a man. See, men respond to respect. It's not so much love, because love come and goes. Men want respect. Respect for us is the love. If you respect a man, that will stop you from doing a whole lot of ho-ass shit. You know, the niggas ain't the ones that's always wrong. Like we very manipulative. We do a lot of shit in relationships and using kids as pawns and just, you know, just the power of the pussy and being able to just treat niggas a certain kind of way based on money and what the, the music and the media is telling us we should value. And like, we got to take some accountability and some responsibility. And you know, ooh, females be wanting to, they like, ooh, they want to beat my ass about that. How dare she like take the nigga side? That's the third time I've heard somebody say, using the child as a pawn. It's a reason why this is true. Things are going on around the world, man, and I can't help but wonder, some of you brothers out there, I know you broken down, you tired, you, you beating yourself up day after day, wondering, am I a deadbeat? Am I this? Am I that? Am I what she says I am? No, you're not. 
the fact of the matter is you you had a baby by somebody that you should not have had a baby with but that cannot be said you know why because you got a, a child out of it a beautiful child but it's unfortunate that for whatever reason that relationship between you and the mother has gone sour and although that you have put your best foot forward to try to co-parent to try to be civil with that parent if she is unwilling to let you do so in such a manner to where you feel danger or in such a manner to where you cannot coexist together without physicality without it being aggressive and disrespectful because men have no system in place where we can defend against that without us going to prison a man has to step back and walk away that's just what it is it's just what it is it is unfortunate but even after i've said that there are a lot of women that will watch this and still blame somehow on men it makes zero sense okay women y'all are in power right now you can tell by the fact that media and movies and everybody's putting energy towards women's power mo empowerment movement but see y'all have grown this delusional mind state to where now you think that you don't need men at all you think because now that you've been placed in charge or you have taken charge that men are just irrelevant do you understand that you would not have nothing if it wasn't for men everything you hold in your hand everything you are looking at everything was built by men i mean you can look at okay well they say well equal pay i can agree in the places that women tend to apply to y'all go be cnas and fashion boutique owners and 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 and, and you know all that type of girly stuff but i don't see women advocating to go be engineers architects and in 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 you know actual like real things that are pivotal to society you get what i'm saying like y'all aren't applying yourself to the things that are actually the the fabric and in foundation of society you're applying yourself to all the fucking pretty shit and you want equal pay to the guy that works harder than you now if that's not the case if you're in a situation right if you're a woman right now in a situation where you work twice as hard as the person that gets paid more than you then yes that's wrong that's what the feminist movement was created for initially but that's not what it is today there is not i can't remember a mention of a pay pay gap and all of that for so long I mean, real effort towards progress and that because it's already been y'all have to start going after the things where how many female or woman construction workers are there? I'm tired of the pop y'all demanding all these equal pay, but yet all y'all going to the same damn occupations. It's a billion salon owners, it's a billion hairstylists, makeup artists, CNAs, nurses, assistants it's all of that. It's a billion of y'all. When are y'all gonna start going out to be doctors and lawyers and all of that type of stuff? And I'm not talking about the, the few that you're gonna find on fucking Google. I'm talking about for that to be a mass trend to prioritize being those things over being the prettier shit, the popular shit. 
Cause right now y'all just y'all just go after whatever the fuck the popular shit is. Right now it might be being a fucking uh, a rapper. Cause all the rappers, all the women rappers, is is teaching your kids how to rob a nigga and use her pussy to rob a nigga and use her pussy to get everything that she want. Do you understand? You have objectified yourself. At one point, objectifying a woman was a terrible thing to do. And now y'all do it, y'all, y'all the same as the goddamn male rappers. And you wonder why a lot of men, I'm talking about real men, kind of just fell back. We don't even try to approach y'all no more. You know why? Because you look more like a man nowadays than I do. I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about energy. I'm talking about internally. You, you more of a man than me. Y'all walk out with your chest poked out, chin up, chest poked out, and all that type of shit more than the men do now. And I don't know if you've heard or if anybody have told you, men, straight heterosexual men, ain't into dating men. There's a reason why we love traditional women, feminine women, the nurturing, caring nature of a woman, the soft, supple nature of a woman there's a reason why we love that we love submissive women yes submissive does not mean to bow down to and just be a yes woman to every little thing i fucking say that's not what that is it is to be a support system for me i'm going to go out there and conquer the world for you i am going to go out there and bring home every dollar i can for you I'm going to go out there and provide the security for you. All I ask that you do when I get home is to make me feel like I did something important. Part of the system to keep us oppressed is to have us believe that we can't do this. We can't build like this. And they wanted to put that in our young girls and our young sons and make them believe, oh, having a, a marriage having kids and building generational mm-hmm. wealth. No. You know why? Because black women are too hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. Black men are too angry. That's part of the... That's what they want. Right. That's what they want. I want to be a part of the narrative that changes that and say, yes, we can. This is what I'm saying. It can be done. You got a beautiful black couple right there. Beautiful black couple. I, I bet you she don't mind cooking for her husband. I bet you she don't... Listen, it's not even about working. It's not about being a housewife. It's not about none of... It. What it's about is... Y'all doing everything y'all can for each other to make each other happy. Just that simple. Please don't complicate it. You find somebody that you connect with, that you like, that you are willing to go to the end of the earth for, and you do whatever it takes, whatever that means to you, to keep that person feeling safe, happy. All of this other shit, you got the relationship gurus online, Say, oh, well, men are supposed to be like this or women are supposed to be like this. You got a billion different cults and fucking agendas and narratives. All, all saying a bunch of different random ass shit, but it all boils down to you find somebody that compliments you and you do what it takes to keep that person happy. That's it. That's it. If that does not work out for you, you do not blame yourself. You do not blame that person. You don't do, you learn where the where the issue was. You take it into account, internalize it, understand it, learn from it, and then you move forward, understanding what you've learned. But too many of you are sitting 
running in place, jogging in place, because if you're a woman, nine times out of 10, the last five to seven heartbreaks that you've had, outwardly, verbally, you're saying you're blaming them, but inwardly you've blamed yourself because you've allowed these men that have broken your heart to change you. You were a great person, beautiful person, had a kind heart, wore your heart on your sleeve. You fell in love fast, you, got cl you was clingy, all that type of shit, you was innocent, uncorrupted. And then you got your heart broken one time, two times, three times, and then you changed. Your heart said, well shit, if you can't beat them, join them. Next thing you know, you became a variation of all the men that hurt you. Do me wrong? No. You cross the line, like, I cut ties, like. The devil wins. Quick. The devil wins. So you're saying the devil wins because someone did me wrong and I cut ties with that person. I act like I never met that person. Because he changed you. Oh, okay. So he's your master because he controls your emotions. He's not your enemy, he's your master. Because you're not who you used to be now. He stole that away from you. Mm. Well, you allowed them to. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Let me ask you a question. Would the devil, the devil, would the devil present him or herself as the devil if their intent with you was harmful? No. His, him or her would present itself as whatever you desire most, whatever you want most thinking deceitfully that you got it, you won. All the while, that individual or thing plans to do you harm. We have to start reading, and by reading, I mean reading people, observing people differently than we do. The narrative how we approach people, how we read people, observe people, how we choose our significant others cannot be the qualifications that your favorite rapper said in the damn song. Because as we can see today, in the biggest divide between men and women, that does not work. Today is the greatest divide between men and women ever in history. Where men are saying, hey, you got it. I don't even want no problems. I only want to deal with the headache. I'm just going to stay single. A lot of men ain't even fucking no more. They don't even want, because you understand, y'all have scammed your way into being alone. There are men that are afraid because there are women out here that are trying to get pregnant just to put men on child support. You understand? There are women out here that are getting pregnant don't like the dude no more, then will alienate him from his child. There are women out here that are mad at a man because he wouldn't come home at a certain time, because he wouldn't call her at a certain time, because he wouldn't get her some goddamn ice cream, and now she done dropped his location to his damn ops. How many black men have died because a woman got angry? It's foul. Girl. So how about the fact that he's not cheating? How about the fact that you sit up there and pummel him with your words and you psychologically abuse him and you're absent for him emotionally? How about the fact that you have sat up there and, and, and mentally drained him so much that he can't even, he doesn't even have the mindset to be physically intimate with you anymore, let alone somebody else?
you sitting up there accusing this man of cheating and all the time he's wondering why you can't fucking treat him right ladies i'm gonna enlighten you real quick if you're a woman in a relationship right now and you are not treating your man like a king you are not treating him like he is the most important man since since your daddy guess what he's going to cheat on you if you are not making that man feel appreciated if you are not making that man feel like he is important to you if you are not nurturing that man caring for that man giving him affection making him feel like he's somebody special guess what keisha down the street will this is the reality i am not advocating for cheating or infidelity i am telling you what's going to happen because it's been happening if you don't learn how to treat a man how to keep a man this is beyond pussy pussy will never keep him there's too many of y'all pussy will never keep him it will boil down to who you are on the inside that defines or or, or, or decides whether or not you keep him and if you are not who you outwardly express to be on the inside long term wise he will find something else that's just the way it goes somebody gotta say it and i'll be the bitch to say it ladies you wanna know why our black men be choosing these white bitches i'm motherfucking tell you see black women we don't let men be men we're trying to force what we believe he should be on him then we nah, 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 when he want to be his own motherfucking man we place restrictions on our love our sex our truck just everything that we are to him we got restrictions on then we quit this up go get you a white bitch then and then he go get him a white bitch so this white bitch she letting that man be him she see the potential in him but instead of trying to force him to change she the catalyst to that change you notice every time a man go get him a white bitch, he act right, he ain't cheating, he ain't, he ain't fucking with no black bitches no more. See, the white bitch don't nag him. She already appreciate the greatness in him. The, the nigga got melanin in him. He's a nigga. And they know how to shut the fuck up, too. Oh, and they pay bills and buy shoes and shit. Y'all bitches too cheap to do all that. But don't shoot the motherfucking man. This is what I'm saying to you. You don't want to treat the man right. Guess what? I, see, I said a black woman he gonna cheat on you with. But evidently, it's going to be Becky, too. <laughs> you have to learn how to keep your man. Y'all can't just sit up here doing all this shit that the player-ass men do. Sit up here, oh, you throwing your pussy here, you're throwing your pussy here, you're popping pussy here, you're popping pussy there. You got this nigga, you got that nigga. Okay, cool. Can you keep any of them? Can you cook? Do you know how to talk to them? Do you know how to listen to them? What can you do besides give up pussy and head? A lot of y'all, see, a lot of men be trying to be nice to y'all. So we just kind of mind my own business and go about our day. But the fact of the matter is, a lot of y'all, all you got is pussy and head. And some of y'all can't even suck dick good. Matter of fact, a lot of y'all can't even suck dick good. Don't worry, Becky can. hear him explain like sometimes you just need to shut up and i would be like what like why insulted would i shut by up that. and insulted right. and then i started practicing it and i started to like really put this stuff to, to use and be like you know what what if i did give him the benefit of the doubt and consider that maybe just because what he's saying doesn't make sense to me at first maybe overall i need to buy into his vision like the concept of get on his program 
Like he mm. would talk about like one of the things that you guys need to be preparing yourself for is is getting on a man's program. There you have it from another black queen. Don't listen to me. I give it to you. I give you the evidence every time. It ain't just me thinking this. It ain't just men thinking this. It's good black women out here. It's good women period out here knowing this. So while all you little Keisha's and, 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 and LaFonda's and LaQuisha's and all of that keep screaming all that, I can do bad all by myself shit, guess what? You gonna get cheated on anyway. It's already set in stone with you. You ain't gonna never be able to keep a man. You ain't gonna never be able to understand him. You ain't gonna never be able to do nothing but give him some pussy and head if you can suck dick and then send him on his way. You are a lifelong side chick because you can't learn how to understand a man, how to keep a man, how to talk to a man, how to respect a man, how to be his peace instead of his burden. So you was hoping that I would spend my money on you and we do nothing? Yeah. You serious right now too? I'm dead serious. <laughs> That's just what I'm used to. Like, I'm just used to people giving me everything that I want and I don't have to do anything. Well, I'm not anymore. doing that. Well, and I'm telling you that right now, face to face. How can we get you there? No, 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 we're not. I'm never gonna be there. That's the thing. I'm never gonna be there. I just feel like you're being so negative. No, I'm not I being negative like about nothing. About what, what do we need to talk about? I'm not tricking on you. Is you dropping that? Dick? What's the vibes? Mm. That's what I need to know. What up? We should take you to like tricking school 101. How no, 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 it's no tricking nothing because I'm not gonna do that. I keep telling you that. Okay. I don't know like what I need to do to get this to your brain. I'm not. I'm not doing that. You feel me? I don't know if you're used to that with these dudes out here in Houston. Oh, I'm definitely or used wherever to you that. Colorado, wherever you from. I'm definitely used to that. So why can't you get used to what that? Is, what is, why would a dude even want to trick on you for what? Because you're going to have the baddest bitch in Houston on your arms. Like, who don't want that? Oh, so you're that the baddest. Flex. You're the baddest. I mean, like, tell me, like, you haven't told me nothing about you. Like, what's your five-year plan? Like, what you even got well, going on for yourself? But you want a dude to trick on you. How old are you? <laughs> Need I say more? Y'all are lost in the sauce, man. Y'all are completely lost. I don't, men are waking up to your bullshit and it ain't gonna fly no more. It ain't gonna fly. All that pretty shit don't mean nothing if on the inside, you, you just worthless. For too long, pretty girls, hell, even ugly ass girls have been able to get away with just being halfway decent looking or pretty or whatever. Because a lot of times, in a lot of cases in the past, men was looking for something to hump on. And so y'all was able to get some shit and negotiate and get what the fuck you wanted out of the deal. But that shit ain't happening no more. You have to bring something to the table. Cause I, I hear this stupid ass shit where y'all are saying, people ask you, well, what do you bring to the table? And the girl say, I am the table. No, the fuck you not. You bring nothing but pussy and head to the table and you're pretty. I'll give you three. Not, none of those things in the long term is valuable. None of them. If that's all you have to offer is pretty pussy and head, you are worthless to a man in the long run. But don't get me wrong. If your whole game is the short term, then yeah, you'll probably be okay. Ain't nobody ever gonna wife you unless you go with them one of them beta male simp ass motherfuckers. But you, you'll be okay. You just gotta understand, you are a forever side chick. Most of y'all are forever side chicks because you can't even muster up the courage or the capacity to learn what it would take to keep a man because you're too busy following all the narratives 
of angry, bitter women. Your children, the ones that I did not create, they're allowed to do what you do. They sleep all day. They don't they don't come out of the room. They, they don't do what Wait they need minute, to do. Wait a minute, hold up. I want you to come over here. I want you to watch this. Let me show you something. Go sit over there. I have a little concern because your sons are not demonstrating that they are learning to be the kind of man I know you want them to be. They're going to demonstrate the kind of man you teach them to be. And I'm not really sure what to do about that. Can, can you hear me? That's how you do that. The woman has to talk to her man to get him to move the way she needs him to move. Class is in session. How many more lessons y'all need? Do you understand what I am saying to you? Black women, black men do not hate you. We love to see you succeed. We love that y'all have taken charge. We love everything. But the problem is you have become delusional. You have lost it. You have lost your femininity. You have lost your softness amongst the mess of your movement of feminism. Do you understand that feminism was never supposed to be a black woman's movement in the first place because black women ain't never been oppressed by black men? Since when was black women oppressed by black men? Feminism came into play because white women was trying to get equal play in these damn office buildings. And they brought in black women to use they damn black card to make the movement more valid. But as soon as they got that equal play in the goddamn workplace, guess what they did? They left y'all in the motherfucking streets with your little feminist movement. And from there, it became a vehicle for hatred and bitterness for men. Nothing more. It became just y'all yelling and screaming about men ain't shit, men this, men that. Y'all bought into it. This was another agenda to divide the black family and you black women let it happen. See, you can't talk to me about, oh, well, you blame everything on black. No, motherfucker. Look down my timeline of videos. I done checked everybody. Black men, black women, white people, everything. Learned. I have been with my husband nine years. I have learned. Don't do what he has not asked of me. If he told me I need you to do this, that's what I do. If his birthday is coming up next week, I said, baby, what you want for your birthday? He said, I want a pot roast. That's what he wants. That's, that's got a man I got. It's my mother. Man. Let me tell you. I said, what you want for your birthday? He said, I want a pot roast. He said, with the carrots and celery and all that stuff cut up in there, I want that. I said, do you want a cake? He said, just give me a little cake. I said, what about a gift? Do you want a gift? He was like, nah, it ain't nothing I want. That's the kind of man I'm with. My mama like, what you need to do is throw the roses on the ground, right? And then you get him some of that nice little drink. He like to drink. What do you like, Hennessy? Get him a little Hennessy. He ain't asked for all that. He ain't asked. And even if I did decide to do that, I'd be like, baby, do you want some, do you want a drink? Do you want me to get you a little drink, make you a little hypnotic and Hennessy, make a little credible hook? See, he like that. He old school now. Do you want that? He may say yes. He might be like, yeah, 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 make me a drink. But what she's telling me to do is not what he wants. This is why I ask y'all and tell y'all all the time, go ask your man what he wants. Go ask him right now. I promise you, you'll be surprised. I promise you, you'll realize, oh, this ain't that hard. Why ain't I been did this? This ain't that difficult. And that is what I'm trying to explain to you. Men, whether period, men, black, white, whatever, but we gonna focus on black men because that's what we focus on here. Men are simple creatures. We like respect, consideration, okay? Affection. 
That's it. That's it. If you about to go to the store, let's say your man in the living room watching TV, minding his goddamn business, whatever, just having a good old time, peace and quiet, watching the game. You about to go to the store. Ask your man. Hey, baby, I'm about to go to the store. You want anything? Oh, okay, bring me back a, a, a six pack of beer or bring me back some water or something. When you get back with that water or beer, he is happy. That's it. When you ask, you tell your man, I'm about to cook what you want to eat. Nine times out of 10, he don't give a damn what the fuck you cook. You cooking. He just happy you cooking. Do you understand what I'm saying? A man goes out there and slaves his way to protect and provide for you. All you got to do is consider him in your day to day. All you got to do is respect him in your day to day. All you got to do is value him in your day to day and you will keep a man. It's that simple. And for nothing, nigga. If that shit don't move your soul, nigga, you don't stand for nothing. Fuck is you breathing for? You don't think it was no kids in the church? You don't think motherfuckers in there? They, yeah, niggas, niggas ran to the church for safety. After they took their homes, they ran to the church. The same church they, they slave masters gave them. Thinking Jesus was going to save them. Ran in the church and still got killed. Still got raped. Still got burnt alive in the church, nigga. Boy, they used to take us, nigga. They used to hang us at high noon, nigga. It's pictures, nigga. Of a thousand white racists, nigga. I hang your bitch ass at high noon, nigga. All in the name of they Jesus. When the KKK came, nigga, they had a cross, nigga. A burning cross, nigga. Burnt your ass to the cross. All in the name of they Jesus. And y'all bitch ass want to keep working for them, nigga. Want to keep kissing they ass, nigga. You a disgrace to our whole motherfucking race. Like I told this police officer to live next bitch ass house, nigga. I told his ass the same shit, nigga. Give a fuck if you got a badge, nigga. You black, nigga. You place the badge before your people. Well, you going to die with that motherfucker, nigga. It's some layers to this. Christianity, all of it, religion, period. What if I told you religion was just a way for them to keep you submissive, to keep you docile, to keep you in your place, in your hood, in your church, praying to that white Jesus. It amazes me how many of y'all running these churches looking for hope from a book that was made by the same people that used to rape children. The same people that used to rip young black women, preteens, adolescent black girls from families and rape them over and over and over again, get them pregnant and then kill the young girl and keep the baby or kill the baby. If Massa saw one of his slaves was married or was with a black woman that he liked, he would kill the male slave, castrate him in front of her, 
take her in the house, beat her down, and get her pregnant, impregnate her. Do the same thing to the children, girls and boys. These are the people that introduced you to religion. If you are black, you should take no part in any religion. Religion itself is man-made, created to divide. God lives within you. Everything you need from God has already been implanted in you. The magic is in your existence. The fact that we are living, breathing creatures is a symbol of a symbol of God. You know, white people are ones and zeros type people. So, you know, they created all that scientific, oh, you know, Scientology type of shit because they want to be God. Do you understand? That's why there is such a struggle for power in the world. Because the one to hold all the power, the one to hold all the nukes, all the resources is God. The most modern version of that is the one who holds the most tech companies, the ones who holds the pharmaceutical companies, the ones that control the government is God. Mass media could post a video right now saying that the world is going to end in two days. Y'all are going to rush to the grocery stores and buy up every piece of toilet paper that exists. You know how I know? You know how I know. Miraculous how Corona disappeared. It wasn't too long ago they was pushing that vaccine like it was goddamn say no to drugs. But as soon as that war between Russia and Ukraine started, all of a sudden that was more important than keeping your kids vaccinated, keeping your kids healthy and safe. See, the truth is y'all are all full of shit because you trust these media outlets and these this government that don't give two fucks about you they've demonstrated it time and time again they told during quarantine they told you to stay in the house while they was out on golf courses i tell you what uh i really i i'm really questioning some of the bible stories and i think some of that stuff in the bible is is set up to train black people to be submissive to systematic racism and white supremacy. That I believe. That explain, I definitely. Explain you know, that. Turn the other cheek or whatever. People don't mess with nobody that fight back. People do not mess with nobody that fight back. Black people have been taught to forgive and turn the other cheek for 400 years. And what, have, what, what has changed? Nothing. Nothing. Well, I mean, the, the Bible and the church were used as a means of control. I believe that. Times. I really believe that. Well, the first black uh, aristocracy was the preachers, right? Uh, probably. Right. I mean, the preachers were given more power during slavery times because they kept the blacks in line. And they I were given that. certain, you know, extra. I totally, I totally believe that. Totally. Yeah, no, no. And, yeah, and, I, and, and you have it to this day because you see all these black preachers that were sitting around Donald Trump uh, two weeks ago, same thing. What's the difference between that? And remember now, George W. Bush, only thing they need, only thing Donald Trump need is 8%, 8% of the black vote in order to get reelected. George Bush needed 10 and he got it because he went around and he got all those black preachers to preach abortion 
and gay marriage sermons, which got black Christians in an uproar, and 10% of them voted for George W. Bush that pushed him over the top to become reelected against John Kerry in 2004. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and they're being used now. Religion is used for as a tool for control, to keep you in your place, to keep you in a position that whatever the U.S. government feels that you need to be. And y'all have failed for it. This ain't just, see, see, black folks, we are not good at multitasking, okay? There are different angles of attack going on. You got black LGBTQ against the white LGBTQ and trying to create equality there. You got the black LGBTQ trying to create equality between the heterosexual LGBT, I mean, excuse me, the heterosexual com black community and the L black LGBTQ community. You have black men going to war with black women. You got black men going to war with black men. You got black women going to war with other black women. These are all wars that are in place. You understand? Wars that are in place because we can't seem to emancipate ourselves from this country. We are going to have to leave. I'm not talking about leave the country. We ain't gotta leave the country. At least we are going to have to put ourselves into neighborhoods on the outskirts of cities on in the country or wherever it is and live together in neighborhoods, in large neighborhoods. That is the only way we are going to be safe. And I'm not talking about in the ghetto. It can't be a ghetto. We have to change the way we think. If we do not change the way we think, then we are as good as dead. Slavery is inevitable. It's inevitable. Racism will never end because we as black people do not care to end it. We only care about convenience. And at this current time, slavery is the most convenient thing smoking.